Hi, I'm Anna Conchar. I work two days a week and run a multi-million dollar online business. I also have my MBA and I am a mom, foodie, and avid traveler. I started this show to teach you how to monetize the skills, knowledge, and passions you already have so you can put life first instead of work. Making money doesn't have to be hard or complicated or require you to grind 24-7 when you focus on the right things, and that's exactly what I'm going to teach you. So if you're ready to have more time, money, and energy to do what makes you happy and really live life, you are in the right place. Let's build your million-dollar side hustle. Hello there, friends, and welcome back to your Million Dollar Side Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Anna Conchar, and today I want to share with you three big, really huge (laughs) business lessons that I have learned in 2023 that I am taking with me into 2024. We are already in the holiday season, which is crazy to me, and I think it's crazy because I've been telling my girls, like, we'll have Halloween and then Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then the new baby will be here. And now we're like, I feel like that's already all happening. So baby number three is going to be here very, very soon. And this has really been like the fastest pregnancy out of all of them. And thankfully, very smooth pregnancy too. But As we enter into holiday season, that also means that we're entering planning season, right? Kind of reflecting on what went well, what didn't go well, and what we want in 2024. And I think in general, 2023, from the majority of people that I have talked to, hasn't gone exactly as planned. So if this year hasn't gone exactly as you planned, please know that's okay, It's all part of doing business, and that's why I think the new year is one of the best times of the year because, again, it allows you to really reflect on what worked, what didn't, and what you want to move forward with in the future. So that leads me to these three big business lessons from this year. Now, my operations manager, Carolyn, and I... We actually went and met in Denver before everyone came in for the Weekend Mastermind last month. So we spent that time really diving into all of the numbers in the business from 2023. And actually, we've already planned out all of 2024. So it's kind of crazy. That was the beginning of October. And we already have our whole plan for 2024. And going through the numbers with her has helped us change things already this year. And we're already seeing some really great results with it. And I think it's so important as a business owner to look at your numbers, especially when we are the business owner. We're so close to the business that sometimes we, and I'm saying we because I do this too still to this day, we make emotional decisions, right? Someone could write into your support inbox and say a great thing. So then you want to lean more into that. Or someone could send you a DM and it could be very mean and like that might sway you one way. And making those emotional decisions are not always the best. And there is a difference between making an emotional decision and making like an intuitive decision. 
But really, I love using data to make decisions like as much as possible because data allows you to kind of step back and see the bigger picture without putting a lot of emotion into it. And I think it makes it a lot less personal, right? And it also helps you allow you to use data to figure out like what's going to work in the future and even predict and project future results. So during our time together, Carolyn and I literally sat down and looked at all of our numbers, all of our numbers. Thankfully, Carolyn loves data just as much as I do. And Carolyn's been working with me and my business for over four years now. So we have done a lot in our time together. We've tested a lot of things. We've changed things. We figured out like what matters, what doesn't. So it's really great because she really understands my business. And again, she's very numbers focused like I am. So the numbers that we walked through really were the things that helped me realize the three big lessons that I want to share with you today. And even though these three lessons I'm learning in my own business, I think that you can definitely take into your business as well. So let's dive in because, you know, as you enter in planning season and reflection season, really, these things you might want to think about as you are planning and even just looking at your numbers to see if you're seeing very similar trends that we are in our business. First big lesson of this year is that what you are doing now in your business today has a direct impact on the results in the future for your business. So one of the things that I really like to look at is like, you know, how long are people typically on our list before they purchase? What is our lifetime value? Or like how much on average are people typically spending once they purchase within our business? And one of the big things that we noticed was even though I am a huge like advocate of evergreen funnels and getting those purchases as quickly as possible, we did notice that for our evergreen funnels, the average time someone was sitting on our list was anywhere between 40 and 83 days before they purchased, depending on which product we were looking at. So what that tells me is that Oftentimes, when we are running an evergreen funnel, which means that we're just constantly inviting new people into our sales system, they're typically watching a recorded webinar, they're getting automated email sequences, they're getting an automated offer, and then you know we're hoping that they convert into a purchase right away. But what that's sharing with me is that although that is extremely important, It's extremely important that your funnel is converting and people are buying. It's okay if your funnel is not converting at a super, super high level immediately because oftentimes many people are coming in, they're sitting on your list, they're learning more about you, and then they are converting later on in, you know, it could be a month or two or three months We actually, right before this recording, I had someone last week purchase who's been sitting on my email list for 1,567 days, which is bonkers. And that's not normal. That's like not our normal average. But I think that's just a really, again, kind of good example of understanding that although we want results immediately, what we are doing 
is truly building the foundation for the future of your business. So again, I am all about let's create evergreen webinars and funnels and email sequences that convert as many people as possible immediately. But the majority of people who come onto your list who go through your sales system are not going to purchase immediately. They're going to be purchasing in 30, 60, 90 days. So what that means is that everything that you are doing today is directly impacting your business in the next 30, 60, 90 days, even six months and a year from now. And I think that's really, really important to keep in mind because what I have found over the years is that oftentimes I'll set like monthly goals or quarterly goals or, you know, yearly goals. And we push, push, push during that time period to hit those goals where in actuality, like it's great to have goals, but you also have to understand that like what you're doing in Q1 directly impacts the results that you're getting in Q2 and Q3 and Q4, (laughs) okay? Or even right now, like what you decide to do in November and December of this year are going to directly impact your sales in January and February and March. So I think that's just so important to understand because if you're not getting the immediate results that you want, you are still impacting the future results of your business based on what you are doing right now. Additionally, I think it's really important to understand that because, you know, oftentimes we don't see the fruits of our labor as quickly as we would like. (laughs) And I think this might help give you some motivation to keep on continuing generating leads and working on promoting your offer, even when, again, you're not getting maybe the exact results that you want, or you're not seeing those immediate fruits of your labor, hopefully this will help you continue to take action and continue to promote your offer because you will see those results in 30, 60, 90 days. So that was the big lesson. Number one is like, The average number of days that they are on our list before they purchase are anywhere between 40 and 83 days, depending on which product it is. And our initial sales funnel is still profitable and it works well, but the majority of people are converting after that. So that also means that you can't just forget about people once they have gone through your initial email sequence. And that's really lesson number two the big grand scheme of themes of this year. And that is that nurturing is super, super, super important. Hey there, friend. If you're enjoying today's episode, can you do me a quick favor and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on? The more reviews we get, the easier it is for others to find the show, which is my goal for putting this podcast together. I want to help as many people as possible build successful online businesses and your ratings make a huge difference in helping make that happen too. I appreciate your help so much. Thank you. And now let's get back to the show. So lesson number two is we need to nurture the people who are in our audience who haven't purchased yet. Now, there is a shift in this strategy for us. And you might have already noticed it if you're on my email list. 
that we have made. So in the past, I have had automated nurture email sequences. And those nurture sequences were anywhere between 30 days to six months. And I think that those nurture sequences used to work well, but we have noticed over the last year or two that the automated nurture sequences, the overall results from it have gone down. So what we decided to test out is instead of creating these automated sequences, what if we, you know, really just put more emphasis on sending out a weekly nurture email that is timely, that shares something, you know, kind of like I typically like internally, we call it like a weekly note from Anna that's very timely and current instead of everything being automated. And within those weekly emails, sharing things like our podcast or, you know, even things that are going on in my life or reels that have taken off on Instagram, even reinviting people into our evergreen sequence. And we've only been doing this for a few weeks now, but I will tell you, we're already seeing better results. Just sending out one weekly email that is timely and that is current versus our long automated nurture sequences. So again, nurture is super important because people are sitting on our list. Not everyone is buying immediately, which is very normal. But also by having these weekly nurture emails that are timely, that are current, that are giving people more reasons to connect and then also giving them more opportunities to buy that again are timely, are current, we're seeing that perform better than an automated nurture sequence. And that leads me into lesson number three, which is all about organic marketing. <laughs> So you guys know that I love paid ads and I still love paid ads, okay? Because it is truly the easiest way to get your offers in front of lots and lots of people. And it's a lot more predictable than organic marketing, right? Like I, I still don't get it. It's like I'll post a reel and one reel will get literally like 20,000 you know, views and the next reel I post gets 200 and like, and they're so similar. And I just like, I don't know, I'm still learning the organic game for sure. But one thing that I did lean into this year was testing different types of organic marketing, specifically mostly reels on Instagram. There's a whole podcast episode where I talked with Lauren Taylor and kind of her viewpoint on organic marketing and also M from The Creative Bodega. That's another great episode that we did this year. And both of them, as well as other people that I follow, you know, they kind of gave me the push to like, just try organic marketing, see what happens. Okay. I still don't think that organic will ever be like my number one strategy for generating leads because it is so unpredictable. But the lesson that I have had this year is that having an organic presence on the platforms that you are running paid ads on is going to help you decrease your cost per purchase and increase your conversion rate. So I think the majority of the time when people are using organic marketing like Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, 
for their business, the number one goal is to grow your following and to generate leads from your content. And again, if you are relying solely on organic marketing, you have to have that as your goal because that's what's generating leads and business for your business and creating sales. Where I have learned organic marketing to me is again more of that nurture piece. So when I am posting something, I don't necessarily really care if there's 50% of people who are seeing it are new or if 5% are new. And when I say new, I mean like not within my followers. Now, if I get 50% of my reach from a reel to non-followers, that's amazing. Of course, I'll take that and I will do that. I will love that all day long. But really, to me, organic marketing and content is, again, just another place to nurture people who have been introduced to my offer who haven't purchased yet and giving them more reasons to buy, whether it's giving them more like testimonials, giving them more stories to connect with, giving them a better idea and painting the picture of what is possible and giving them more opportunities again to opt into that evergreen funnel. You know, I have definitely put more emphasis on organic marketing and understanding it this year. And looking at the numbers, it has definitely paid off putting effort and time into it. So for one of our products, we have actually had 50% of our sales come from our organic marketing. So whether that's our podcast, our website, you know, our Instagram or Facebook, like 50% of our evergreen sales have come from organic marketing. And when I saw that number, I was honestly shocked. But I think the thing is, is that what we also looked at was that many of these people were actually coming and being introduced to me and my offers from paid ads, but then they were converting from organic marketing. So I think that's really important for, again, you to think about as you plan for 2024 and what you're going to emphasize. So if you think about it, if we look at that 50% of our sales came from organic marketing, but the majority of those were actually introduced to us via paid ads, that means that basically if we include and lump those sales together all as one, both paid and organic, that means our cost per sale cuts in half. It helps us understand that even though they're converting somewhere else, they're being introduced through paid ads, which means our paid ads are actually performing extremely well. And I think, again, this is something for you to understand as you are planning that paid ads has a direct impact on what you are seeing from your results from organic marketing. And if like doing organic marketing, like creating content and posting feels really overwhelming, which to me it has for years, which is one of the main reasons why I've leaned so hard into paid ads. But if it does feel hard or, you know, like you're not getting the reach or the engagement or the comments that you want to see, and I think shifting this mindset of like, I'm doing this to nurture my audience instead of trying to grow my audience will help you have hopefully like less put less pressure on yourself 
but also help you see better results overall in a business, right? So I do think that organic marketing does have a role in every single business because again, no one wants to like see a profile and then they haven't posted in three years. Like, you know, because is that even a business anymore? You don't know. But it also helps you understand that like you don't have to post every day. You don't have to have the most amazing engagement. Um, really organic marketing is something that's going to help nurture your audience, especially if you are using paid ads to put your offers in front of new people and grow your audience that way. So that's really how I'm thinking of organic marketing the rest of this year and as we go into 2024. It's a way to nurture my audience, another place to invite them into our evergreen funnels, to connect with them, to share what's possible, to paint that picture. And again, just it's a nurture platform for me instead of my main way that I'm getting leads and sales in my business. I think I said three, which that is three, but I want to give you one more. Because I think this is honestly maybe the biggest lesson of 2023. And that is that you have to test, 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 test new things and new ideas because you have no idea what's going to work unless you try. So all of the three things that I just shared with you, like we would not have figured these things out if we hadn't tested a lot of different things. You know, it's funny, I went into 2023, my word for this year was consistency. I think my word for this year should have just been like, try everything or like my phrase, try everything, because I feel like that's what we've done this year (laughs) is I've just kind of been like, we just need to like try all these things and figure out what's going to work the best. Because the landscape of the online business world has definitely changed in the last two years. And also, like, I view it as my job to test all these different things so then I can share with my Powered by Passive Academy students what's working, what's not, so that you can get, you know, immediate results instead of having to test all the things that we're testing. That is, like, truly the overarching takeaway of 2023 is that you have to test your ideas. You have to take action. And then testing those ideas is actually how you learn what's going to work. Like we tested many things this year that did not work. Like they were a total flop. They did not work. I was extremely disappointed, but I learned from them and I used those learnings to then try something different. And I feel like This year, we have tested so many things. And really, in the last month, all of those tests have come together. And like, we really have a really, really, really solid understanding of like what's working and what's not working. So we've been again testing our new Evergreen Funnel approach. And I have to tell you that it is performing so well. Like we're getting cost per sales that we haven't seen in like three years. And I can't wait to share this with the Powered by Passive Academy students. I still want to get a little bit more data on it before I like release it out into the world. But we would have not figured this out and figured out how to 
cut our costs by that much and see the results that we are seeing now in our business if we had not tested and tried things throughout the year. And I'm very excited because I do feel like everything that we've done, everything that didn't work this year really has led us to this point that we are at right now. And that is having one of the best converting funnels that we've literally had in years. And guess what? It's the same product we've been selling for, you know, years. We're still using paid ads. It's still working. Now it's working really, really, really well, thanks to all the things that we tested throughout the year. So those are really the big takeaways of 2023. I'm sure I will share more as we get closer to the new year. But if you're like me, I love to plan early. So I wanted to share those big lessons and invite you to look at your data from 2023 to help you really understand what's working, what's not working. And maybe some of the things that I shared today, you can implement into your strategy moving forward, especially when it comes to things like not maybe seeing immediate results, but understanding what you're doing now is going to impact your results in 30, 60, 90 days. You know, viewing organic marketing as more of a nurture than as a lead generation and a sales generation platform and understanding that organic marketing can work really, really, really well with paid ads. And then of course to test, right? Like test, test, test. It's the only way to figure out what's working, what's not working. It can be exhausting and it can be disappointing, but I do think that when things don't work is when you learn the most. And that has proven for us this year. And now we're getting some of the best results we've gotten in years in our business. And again, I can't wait to share that with our Powered by Passive Academy students once we have a little bit more data from it. So let me know if this was helpful. If you have some big aha moments as you were listening or even as you're going and planning your 2024, I'd love to hear them, share them with me. And of course, please share this with anyone who you think it would be helpful and leave a review. Those reviews, I literally read every single one of them and it just helps us spread this podcast and help even more people. All right, until next week, stay ambitious. Hey there, friend. If you enjoyed today's episode, then you definitely need to check out the Powered by Passive Academy. It is my program that teaches you how to make passive income with your own online course, membership, or coaching program. You can learn more about it at poweredbypassiveacademy.com slash learn more. Or if you're ready to enroll today, you can go to poweredbypassiveacademy.com and I'll see you inside the program. Bye.